Hey, 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 listen up, listen up. It's Celeste. We don't want to add on the show. It's all from word of mouth. But you know what would do me a huge favor? If you guys can leave me a rating and share the show. Thank you. Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast today. Today, I have a very special guest, Natalie Rubakava. She is Mayor Pro Tem of Anaheim. I'm so delighted to have her on the show today. So, Natalie, if you can start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Hi, Celeste. Well, I'm so excited to be here with you today. And I'm going to go ahead and start from now and move backwards. That's usually how I like to introduce myself. But as you mentioned, I'm the mayor pro tem for the city of Anaheim, which is a one-year role. But I'm also a council person that represents District 3 in the city of Anaheim. I, um, prior to being elected, I was the chief operating officer for a nonprofit. I have also had a very long uh, career in business. I worked for the Los Angeles Times, the Orange County Register, La Opinion, and a lot of other positions that really helped me get to where I am today. I also uh, have a law degree from the University of Laverne College of Law. I attended Cal State Fullerton where I got a political science degree. Anaheim High School where I mentioned to you that I was the senior class vice president and before that I also played softball so I was an athlete all through high school junior high and elementary school as well I um, have two daughters Sophie and Olive and um, I live with my husband in Anaheim along with our dog whose name is Hulk and he is a very active animal that's wonderful and me personally I love the city of Anaheim that's where my dad lives so my parents are separated but I live here kind of part-time with my dad and I love it because it's so nice I love Disneyland I'm a big fan of that so I know that you said you're mayor pro tem can you give me a little bit more information on that and what do they do yes what do you think a mayor pro tem does well in my opinion I would see it as kind of like someone that's mayor like not the mayor but like does a lot like maybe helps the mayor that's what i would think it would be yes so you're correct so as council people it's our objective to work together so we all should be helping each other because we're really elected on behalf of the people of anaheim but as a mayor pro tem my role is really the vice mayor so if the mayor is not here or cannot conduct her duties as mayor and and some of the differences between the mayor and other city council is she is the spokesperson for the city and she also has agendizing opportunities and will lead our city council meeting so she maintains the agenda and make sure that we move forward during a meeting so that would be the role that I would play I have had the opportunity to serve as the person who leads the council meeting and that was a really interesting opportunity Uh, and then I've had opportunities to also speak on behalf of the city and represent the city when the mayor is unable to attend Wow, so that sounds like you've had a lot of different opportunities to shine and, well, it seems like you're doing great in your position right now. Now, can you tell me what inspired you to get into public office? So I never thought that I would want to be an elected official or somebody who creates policy for a city, for example, but growing up in the city of Anaheim, I'm fourth generation. I still have three generations who reside in the city. And so for me, just being able to provide opportunities and make sure that uh, policies that are being created are in the benefit of the people who are living in Anaheim, that really inspired me. Prior to me being in this position, the person who was in District 3 wasn't really representing the people of Anaheim the way that I thought it should be done. So having such a close connection and loving the city of Anaheim, that really motivated me to run for office. It's not an easy thing to do. 
Um, it really does take away time from family and things that you that are also important. But if you love uh, serving, it really is a good opportunity for you to give back to your community. So that's what motivated me. For sure. And I think I love what you said, that you love the city. You love what you do. And that's like a big thing because if you don't love what you do, then you're not passionate about it. And the fact that you love it, that's going to help your community even more because you're happy to serve them. You're happy to help your community. You want to improve your community. So that's yes. a big thing. Yeah, and the people who live here, I care about the things that they care about. So I listen to them and uh, give them opportunities to share concerns. And for me, that's advocacy on behalf of the people who live in the district that I serve is, is a major priority. Right, and I think that's amazing that you take all their opinions into consideration because every voice matters. So. I love that. What is one of the biggest challenges you faced and how did you have overcome it? So I, I feel like my entire life has been nothing but obstacles, but I see every obstacle as an opportunity to either um, overcome a challenge, but I'll give you a recent uh, in issue. So running for office is a major obstacle. I had a lot of people who were in opposition or who did not want me to be the person to take the position. In politics, oftentimes there are people who feel that um, it's somebody else's turn. Uh, but for me, as a woman and somebody who grew up in, in the city, it was my priority to um, overcome those challenges. And so what I did was knock on a lot of doors, talk to a lot of people, and introduce myself and make sure people understood what my priorities and objectives were. So they called my race a dogfight. Um, and it took about two years for me to uh, work through that process. So it was a, a learning experience. Uh, definitely had an impact on your ego, but that's you know neither here nor there. You should just keep pushing forward. For sure, and I think that it's great that you persevered through those hard times because look, now you're here as Mayor Pro Tem and you're doing a phenomenal job at it. Thank you. Yeah. What is one of the biggest goals that you have for your city and the families in it? So I have a lot of goals. Um, public safety is a big priority for me. Uh, with Anaheim being the largest and oldest city in the county, I think it's important that we, we are um, seen as one of the safest cities in the county or even the state. And that's going to be a heavy lift because right now we rank kind of low because of our population size, but that's a priority. Uh, beautification, making sure that our neighborhoods are clean and safe, that's a major priority for me as well. I um, text our city manager pretty often pictures of things that need to be fixed and we stay on top of it. So we, um, working closely with the different departments in the city, we clean up graffiti. We are uh, making sure that uh, any gang activity is uh, paid attention to and try to uh, quickly uh, make sure that that's not a growing problem in the city, but something that we're trying to manage. Uh, but also making sure that there are jobs in our city that people are getting higher wages for. That's a priority for me. Um, I have a lot. So housing is an initiative. I'm hoping that we can also get opportunities for more affordable housing in Anaheim and not just by allowing people to develop multifamily households, but also providing residents with opportunities to get funding so they can buy a home and um, providing them with grants or um, first-time home buyer loans that allow them access to that. Yeah, I think that's great because I would also imagine that as Anaheim, you have Disneyland and all those big attractions. You would want it to be clean for like the people that aren't here. You want them to like see, oh wow, Anaheim's so pretty and beautiful and well taken care of. So I would imagine that also plays into like the want, the feeling of wanting to like be 
amazing for your city. Yeah, and also for the residents who live here. So we do care about the tourists because they are generating revenue for the city, but the people who are living here and who want to walk to Starbucks in the morning just to get their coffee, I want to make sure they get there safely. Uh, so those are the reasons why I care about that initiative as well. Um, other things that I'm working on in the city are for our youth. So making sure that we're engaging young people like you in the process is important to me so that we can build the bench of future pol uh, policymakers in the city of Anaheim who also care and can do good work on behalf of the residents. Yeah, and I also have another question. Mm -hmm. What do you think like kids and families can do to help their city and support it? So I would say, come to council meetings, maybe don't come to public comment, but come to the council meetings where you can actually participate in part of the business calendar. You, or you can come and give public comment as well. But I think talking to your elected officials, understanding what business owners are doing and um, volunteering, getting involved in city initiatives, go attending community events, that's a good way for you to get involved because you get a well-rounded perception or understanding of what the city is doing. And then you might offer areas where we could improve. So feedback is always a good thing. I, I'm very open to constructive feedback personally and then also in um, the work that we're doing around the city. I would definitely agree with you. Volunteering, I've done a lot of volunteering. I did one on Saturday, it was for the city of Santa Ana, and I loved it, because I like to talk to the families. I like to just communicate and talk, so I really would say that volunteering is a great way. So as you know, my, I'm 12 years old, so what advice would you give to your 12-year-old self? That's a tough question, because it's been a long time since I was 12, but if I could go back, I would give myself a couple of different words of wisdom. One would be to not be afraid to try new things um, because I, I think that holds you back. You shouldn't be afraid to fail because failure is part of the process and um, it just makes you stronger. And the other thing that I would say to myself uh, if, when I was 12 or back being 12 is um, don't, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Um, perfection is not, so I'm not a perfectionist at all, I'm a get things done kind of a person. So I would say, you know, don't beat yourself up if you're not perfect at something because um, perfectionism is a little bit overrated. I mean, there are a lot of perfectionists and I, I definitely appreciate them because they compliment me. Uh, so I think that's good. But I would also say surround yourself with people who are positive and don't worry about what people say about you because I think that too many people care about what other people think and you should just uh, worry about yourself, compete with yourself. That's my big thing. So if you run your own race, you will win every time. I think that's the best advice I've ever heard on the show, especially because it's what you said, it really connects to me right now. I'm like really about being like, I want to be so perfect and I don't want to get something wrong. But what you said is really important because sometimes I do have to remind myself, hey, Celeste, you're not perfect and it's okay. So I think what you said is like one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard on the show, especially because it connects with what I'm feeling right now really on a big level. So our last question would be, what is your why? So I have a lot of whys, but I would say my one of my main whys is people like you. So um, young girls who I think need to understand that they want, they should see people like me. 
um, because I believe that women, especially uh, Latina women, should have a seat at every table where decisions are being made. And that is not my quote. That is actually a quote by somebody that I really um, am inspired by, which is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, and it's important that we, you are able to see people who are making policy decisions, who are prepared, um, who are not just there because they want to, uh, to be popular, because that's really not me. I'm here to serve the city. I don't have any aspirations for higher office. It's really about making a positive difference and creating opportunities for the next uh, group of people who are coming after me. So really my why are um, young women or young uh, people and help them continue to grow. I think that's a great why and I think that you will definitely achieve it and thank you again for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you, the words of wisdom that you said. I think my listeners will definitely take back everything you said and apply it and thank you, big thank you to you again. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest where we hope we spiked your interest.